Let's not go into details about that. Don't include that on the podcast. (laughs) Don't include that. This is D. Bavo with a special guest, my wife. Hey, babe. Hey. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I was going to do an episode on my pyromania. True. Okay. (laughs) So over the last few episodes, I've learned a lot about myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Like how I like to push things to the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so I'll ask you, when or have you noticed that I like to push things to the edge a little bit? Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> what's an example that you can think of off the top of your head? Mm, I don't even know. <laughs> I feel like you just have a, I don't know, a drive to be dangerous. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a, I don't know. Maybe I, not I a just drive, don't, but you like to push things. I don't think about like the worst possible scenario no. in most situations. Yeah. Does that make me an optimist? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a crazy I'm a, optimist. I'm a thrill-seeking optimist. Yes. So what's an example? Um, well, I feel like this last year you got really into mountain biking. Just this last year? I mean, you've been in it for a while, but this well, last year you while. went a ton. I did go a lot because I feel like my schedule is a little more flexible. Yeah. It's where I could. And from the sounds of it, from what your friends have said, you were kind of crazy going down the mountain pretty fast. No faster than what I'm capable of. I know, but for a like relatively newer mountain yeah. biker, pushed the limits a little well, bit. Yeah, been, so much so that th- your bike is just not made for you anymore. No, I I am outriding the capabilities of the bike. That's true. <laughs> so what you listened to the last episode with Ryan? Mm-hmm. Was there something that you wanted to talk about in relation to that? I don't know. I can I can do my fire playing, my fire bending <laughs> episode another time. Okay. I feel like we could talk about us. Let's talk about us. Okay. How what do you want we, to talk about? How did how did we meet the first time you sh- you saw me? Let's see. Let's do first impressions. Okay. <laughs> First impressions. What was your first impression of me? Okay, so my first memory of meeting you was when we were in Wildcat Scholars. And I don't even remember the first time I met you, but I just thought, like, likes to wear pajama pants. And he likes to hug all the ladies. There must be a reason for the pajama pants. And I know you just like to be comfy. I know that now, being married to you. But what did you think then? I, should I say that, the word that I think you were, or I thought you were? It's fine. I thought you were a man whore. (laughs) Did you think that I was actually sleeping around with girls? No, no. Because a man whore to me is just someone that likes to, you know, kiss all the girls. I know, I'm... That's the naive. I'm sh- I'm Sheena. I'm naive. Man whore to me is just someone who likes to make out with lots of people, which is not false because you did. I I don't, I don't know. I don't know that it's a lot compared to someone that's actually sleeping around. It's true. Up. It's true. Especially nowadays with like online dating and apps like it's true. Tinder and stuff. But this was pre-Tinder. This was way pre-Tinder. Yeah, way pre-Tinder. <laughs> I don't even know if was online dating a thing back then. I don't think so. Facebook was still in its infancy. It yeah. was just for well, college students. I remember when I registered for a Facebook account, it was you had to have a .edu yeah. email. Yeah, ditto. And yeah, so that was 
And then like a year later, it just blew up. Yeah. Then and all I was our like, parents why are got it. parents and teenagers getting yeah. this? This is supposed to be for college students. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> and now that's like where a lot of people get their information, which is sad. Yeah, it is. Okay. So you thought I was a man whore. Yeah. But what? you also so wait, like. Hang on. What's the difference between a whore and a man whore? Is it like saying nurse versus male nurse? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what that means. Because <laughs> if you say male nurse, you're saying it's a man that's a nurse, implying that only females are typically oh. nurses. Oh, so you're pulling out the um, yeah, let's equal use opportunity. In- yes, let's <laughs> use inclusive language, please. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, so did you think I was a man whore or a whore? A whore. Okay, yeah. it was a whore. Yeah. That's what you thought, anyway. Yeah, that's what I thought. First impressions. Probably okay. because I was shy and just, like, you just were, you're, you've always been very bubbly and, like, hugging all the ladies, giving back rubs. Not all, okay, not always, but when we were in college, that's what I saw. And I was, I was super judgy back then, and I was like, dang, he really likes the ladies. I mean, you're not wrong. I know. I do. I do like. I did like the ladies. It's true. <laughs> it's uh, gotten me into trouble more than once. Yep. <laughs> okay, so that was your first impression. Yeah. And essentially, what we're saying is, I've lived up to that impression. <laughs> I mean, because I like the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're you're a changed man, but yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, you're doing a good job. Okay, so that was your first impression of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I formulated a first impression of you, but the most vivid memory is Sheena the punk rocker. Yeah. Sheena is a punk rocker. Sheena is a punk rocker. And then we stopped. And then we stopped. I was ready to keep going. <laughs> you should have kept going. Why didn't you keep going? Um, so what was that dance? Do you remember? A homecoming? It was a Halloween dance. Halloween dance. That's right. My friend Anna Bailey. Not a dance. Like a Halloween party. Yeah. Like a... Yeah. I was going to say rave, but there were no drugs. No, it was, was not a rave. There was music. There was <laughs> activities. It was yeah. a Halloween party on campus. Yeah. It was fun. My it was friend... A, it was a university-sponsored party. Yes. My friend... Uh, Helped me get ready for it. Let me borrow one of her old dance costumes from when she did. Did she suggest the punk rocker, or was that something you just? No, I totally came up with it. Yeah, I was like, my name's Sheena, and I'm gonna be a punk rocker. (laughs) And you enjoyed punk rock music at the time. I did. Punk rock or pop punk? Uh, what's the difference? (laughs) Pop punk is more popular, like Good Charlotte. Okay, um, yeah, pop punk. Pop punk. Mm Yeah, mm-hmm. yellow card, oh. <laughs> like emo pop punk. I breathe yellow card. Blink One Eighty Two originally was punk rock, and then they got popular, mm-hmm. and they become mm-hmm. pop pop punk. So you were into pop punk. Yep, pop punk, pop punk. Say that ten times fast. No, thank pop you. Punk. Pop punk, <laughs> pop punk, pop punk, pop pot punk. Dang it, pot punk, pop punk. So that's what you were into. Yep, and that brought on Sheena the punk rocker. I remember vaguely that party yeah you were hopped up on drugs after your knee I was, surgery yeah i had knee surgery and they gave me pain meds and i took my pain meds yeah that was actually my first time meeting ryan <laughs> and you were like drugged didn't ryan bring totally you or drugged. something yeah he uh he had a, a wheelchair oh yeah you were in a wheelchair you were dressed up in, in like hospital yeah, that hospital was my gown. costume because i had my my knee was in a brace because mm-hmm. I just had knee surgery yeah, like a day or two before and I still went to the party. Yeah. And you were very loopy. I, I was on Vicodin. That. It was Vicodin. Yeah. That was my painkillers. <laughs> that was a fun party. Yeah. I remember a little bit. I was in a hospital gown and I don't think I was wearing under, anything underneath. That would not surprise me. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, you can, if you, if you're listening to this episode, you can confirm or deny any of this story, <laughs> whichever parts you want. I was inebriated, not yep. inebriated. I was under the influence of, yes. of narcotics, prescription narcotics. Yes. Yes. But yeah, that was, that was a good time. That was a good time. What is, was I really shy 
you seemed very shy. Yeah. Which is surprising because you were in, you were pretty social before college, weren't you? At least your senior year. Yeah, in high school. I think because college kind of makes you like you're kind of the bottom of the totem pole again. And you don't really know a lot of people and you're trying to figure yourself out. And like that first year of college, I was just like kind of a little bit shocked with life. <laughs> and then, but then I moved out and moved away from home. And I think that really helped me branch out. But then you weren't, so after, so you were only in that scholarship. I was we in for a we're, year. You were in for a year, but I only, I was only in it with you for, for a semester. That semester. Yeah. So after that. We were like passing friends like, yeah. hey, I recognize you. Yes. I do have a very uh, vivid memory of you. We were in the marketing. Um, On the marketing committee? Yeah, that one yeah. together. And um, Holly uh, Curl at the time, Holly Williams and Adam Stonehawker. And you, you, those were the four people I remember. And me. <laughs> But your car, something had happened with your car and you were on the phone with your mom and like really mad because your car broke down and you like something was going on and you would have to fix it or she was mad at you. Like, I can't remember all the details, but I just thought like, that's really sad. So my timing belt had slipped. Oh, that's what it was. So I lost all compression. It wouldn't start. The valves were all, uh, it was, uh, this is probably not something you're going to understand, but. The val- it was an interference type engine. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, equal opportunity. This is not Talk to because me like you're I a know woman. Things. This is okay. because I've been married to you for 13 years. <laughs> and I know you know very little, if nothing, about engines. <laughs> this has nothing to do with you being a woman. <laughs> okay. Thank you for clearing that up. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and you're correct. I know nothing. Right. Because I know you as a person. <laughs> yes. Continue. So it was an interference type engine, meaning the valves were, came within millimeters of the piston heads. And when the timing belt slips on those kind of engines, the piston head actually hits the open valve and bends it. Mm. So not only did I have to replace the timing belt, I would have had to replace the valves, which means I, I would have to take the the header off mm-hmm. and then that would mean I have to replace the head gasket and I was a broke college student mm-hmm. and I got this $2,500 car on a loan mm-hmm. like $35 a month over five years this is a ridiculously small payment yeah and it was a cheap car and I just I didn't I don't think insurance covers that kind of stuff right that's normal wear and tear on the mm-hmm. drivetrain so I had no way to pay for it so I tried to put it back together myself <laughs> And I did get the engine to start. For how long? It ran. Okay. But I'm pretty sure I bent more valves because I didn't have it timed correctly. Yeah. So that's the problem with doing that kind of stuff yourself without the right tools. Yeah. So I was frustrated because I didn't know how to fix it. And I had, I owed money on the car and I... I, I couldn't sell it. I wouldn't be able to get as much out of it as I owed. So, yes, I was frustrated that day. And a day bit stressed. And, and stressed. And oh, I resorted to anger mm-hmm. when I was stressed. And that's how I was growing up. Yeah. I know this. <laughs> I know. I know you know this. <laughs> and now my five listeners know this. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Dave is an angry person. Just kidding. He's really not. <laughs> I try Dave's, not to be. Dave's uh, blood type is B positive because he is very positive. <laughs> That's my outlook on life. It's true. <laughs> to be positive. Be positive. <laughs> okay, let's get back to where we were. <laughs> so first impressions, that was your first like vivid memory. Yeah. And then I remember seeing you walk through, oh, I don't know what they called it, because it was the old, um, before they tore everything down and rebuilt it. At Weber State the on union campus. Building. Yeah, the union building. Yep. Um, you were walking past me and you were like like smothered in Valerie, your ex wife. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh man, that must be serious. This was on campus? Yeah. In the union building. I don't remember. And I was just like, Hey Dave. Oh I, yeah, I yeah. Remember that. Yeah. 
This was, I think, and that then was you after disappeared. We got you like fell off planet Earth. It's because I got engaged and yeah. married her. Yeah, and I think if I remember correctly, someone told me she was super like jealous if you talk to girls. Yeah, she did not like it when I talked to other girls. Yeah. Well, I mean that's fair though. Like, yeah. If if we were dating and I talked to her, let's say, high fived or hugged. Another girl, even as a friend, how would you have felt? I would have been like, who's that? How exactly, do you know her? Right? So you ask the <laughs> Did questions, you date her? but like internally, <laughs> what are you feeling? Ugh, that sucks. But like a little bit of put like. an emotion on that. Okay. Um, jealous? <laughs> <laughs> right. So Valerie being jealous of me talking to other girls is completely natural, especially if you are not fully confident in yourself. I was going to say. Um, I feel like I have more confidence in myself. So I've seen you interact with other girls that you've dated before or you've known. And it doesn't bother me because, like, you're with me. Right. And I don't know <laughs> if it's kind of like confidence in yourself or it's more confidence in our relationship. Yeah. yeah. More trust. Yeah, in, that's true. And, and I think that was probably what lacked in that relationship was, was trust. I don't mm-hmm. know that either of us fully trusted the other. And neither of us gave... Well, I think both of us gave cause to maybe mistrust. Mm-hmm. So I think he, each of us had those behaviors. Yeah. And so I think that kind of contributed to that. Yeah. Her not liking me talking to other girls. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah, I remember that. And then um, I didn't see you for a while. And then. Yeah. So you didn't see me a while because I got married to her and I dropped out of school. Yeah, mm, that makes sense. Why so you weren't I, on campus? Yeah, so I dropped out for like two years. Okay. I worked. At, so that was in 2006 when we had the scholarship yep, together. Yep. And then we ran into each other at the Institute Halloween dance. Another Halloween dance. Oh my gosh. I didn't. This is the first time we were making this connection. Oh my gosh. And like Halloween is super important to our family because we it's love our dressing up. Holiday. That's we try so to do family themed costumes. What? Every what? Year. No wonder. Huh. We never made that connection. No. That's funny. <laughs> That's fun. Um, but yeah, I went with my roommate and you were there dressed as Hannibal Lecter. And I thought you were your older brother Pete. <laughs> I didn't I tell you that? I told you that. Yes, you did tell me that. Yeah. But then I realized, oh yeah, no, that's that's Dave. And then we danced. We swung dance. Is that the proper way to say that? I, I don't know. There's a, a past tense for swing some dance. Swing. We did some swing dancing. <laughs> yeah. And you flipped me and you had a mask on and I flipped. I hit your mask yep, with my leg. Mask off. Yep. And then what happened after that? Then we finished what happened dancing. After that? We finished dancing. You apologized. And then. I think that was like really it that night. Yeah. We didn't really, there was no exchanging of numbers that Mm-mm. night. Yeah. Um, so what, I, here's what happened. <laughs> you posted on my Facebook wall. I did. Yep. You, you initiated this. You made this happen. That's true. I did. <laughs> I will take full responsibility for it. So that was the end of October. 2008. 2008. And then I left my number on your Facebook wall. Yeah. I was like, hey, yes. we should hang Posted out. Posted it publicly on Facebook. Hey, back then, publicly but on Facebook I mean, wasn't a problem. Right. Well, even now, like you can have your phone number on your Facebook profile mm-hmm. if you like. But this wasn't that. This was, yeah. here's my phone number. Yeah. Take a freaking hint, dude. Yeah, it's true. But were you, was that what you were thinking? You were no. thinking we should date? No, because I was like getting my mission work, my paperwork done. Like I was in mission prep. I was getting ready to start my paperwork. And I wasn't thinking about dating anyone seriously. I was like, yeah, we should hang out. That fun. was it. So that was what your intent was, was yeah. to hang out with me. Yeah. Like invite me over with a group of friends. Yeah. But then you asked, like you did contact me and we went on a date. November 7th. Yeah. Yep. Yep. November 7th. And how did we decide to do the Polar Bear Club thing? So I asked you what you wanted to do, and you responded with, 
well, I'm pretty adventurous. <laughs> oh, yeah. So in my mind, I'm like, well, let's see how adventurous this girl really is. <laughs> it's November in Utah. Yep. Let's uh, let's go jump into the into the reservoir. Yep. <laughs> so you picked me up in ninety five uh, Camaro. Yeah. Yep. Z twenty eight Camaro. Was it Chris's? It was Chris's. Okay. Yep. Yep. Six speed transmission. That was a fun car to drive. Yeah, that was my only time in the car. <laughs> <laughs> because I think it, I think the engine seized shortly yeah. after that, yeah. and, and I didn't. I didn't have a car, which is why I was borrowing my yeah. then brother's car. Yeah. yeah, you just had a motorcycle. I just and had I, the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, you didn't pick me up on the motorcycle, which is good, but it's fine. <laughs> Not that time. Not that time. Um, but yeah, we went up to Pineview, and I, here's the thing about Sheena. Sheena does not do cold water, <laughs> and I have not my whole life especially after having babies and having my epidural in my spine. But when I get into cold water, my like body seizes. I think most people have that. No, it's just me. No, it's just, okay. <laughs> just kidding. Just she. It's not a natural I'm human a special circumstance. rapid changes in temperature. <laughs> it's just you. So, so we get into the water, and I think I only made it like maybe to my thighs. Maybe, but Dave like yeah, dived you, in. You almost, I think you almost made in. it to your waist. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I dove in because, you know, experience Dave. shows me if you're going to do something like that, get it over quickly, just like a band aid. Also, you're a risk taker. You're like, I'm going to risk hypothermia. I'm just going to jump. I didn't think there was first. risk to hypothermia. I, I did. It I was wasn't like, frozen. I was like, either this dude is legit and he's going to like respect me or he's going to take me to the reservoir and he's going to rape me and kill yeah, me. That was, that was quite a risk you took. <laughs> I know. I could have yeah. died. You could have yeah. been a serial I killer. Been a serial killer. I could have been a rapist. Yeah. I could have been one of those rappers you hear about. <laughs> Rapers? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where are you going with this, Dave? Rapers. They rape people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thought you were gonna pull out some Eminem and start rapping. <laughs> no, no. Okay. First of all, I'm not white. Yeah. So you put a lot of faith in that situation. How did you feel as we came up the canyon and got to the reservoir? Because there's nobody there. That's true. Um, I mean, I knew you, so um, I wasn't concerned. But like looking you, back, but but you really didn't know true. me. I know didn't me. really know you. But what you knew about me was that we had a scholarship together. You thought yeah. I was a whore. You thought I liked <laughs> to wear pajama pants so they could rub my stuff on girls. That's what you thought. And then you knew that I was recently married and divorced. That's true. So when you put it like that, what did you actually know about me? I think not much. So you put a lot of trust in me on our very first date. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You're quick to trust, quick to forgive. Yeah. To a fault, I think, sometimes. Yeah, maybe. Time will tell. <laughs> so far, <laughs> working to the benefit of others and myself. That's true. It's true. Okay, so we got there. Yep. We jumped in. Mm -hmm. And then we, you were cold. I was definitely cold. But you I, had to play I mean, it cool. I had to be macho. Yeah. Because that's what I was raised to believe men were like. Yep. Macho mm -hmm. and tough. Also, I warmed up pretty quick. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You actually enjoy cold water. Yes. So you were fine. Yep. Surprised we still shower together after this long. I know. Well, <laughs> it's a fight every time. It's true. <laughs> what the temperature of the water is. Anyways. We left, and as we're driving out of the canyon, you're like swerving all over the place. Yeah, and because you decided you were going to change in the car so instead cold. of waiting. Until... That's true. I was in a swimsuit. In a towel. A wet towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to change, and Dave was t teasing. I don't know what you would classify that as. <laughs> Teasing. I would jerk the car back and forth as she yeah. was trying to change. Yeah. Which, like, looking back, like, what the heck was I thinking? Like, 
That was our first date. That I was our first probably date. Probably should have just stayed in my swimsuit. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> you changed in the car while I was driving. Yeah. First date. Yeah. With nothing but a towel to cover you. Yeah, that's so inappropriate. <laughs> so ashamed. And I shouldn't be ashamed. <laughs> Nothing came of it. It's true. Nothing did. Nothing happened. But then we went to the gas station and got hot cocoa. Yeah, we got hot cocoa. Was it Maverick? Uh, or 7-Eleven. Probably. probably. Maverick Maverick, Maverick wasn't That's that true. big back then. I think it was 7-Eleven. But you had, like, you had this cool sugar trick with a sugar packet. Where oh, you, the equal like, packets? Where inhale. Where make, make it look like I'm smoking. Yeah. Yeah. And you were showing me your cool trick. And I was like, he is so cool. Were you really impressed by that? I thought that was cool. Okay. I tried to do it, but... Oh, yeah. We could never get you to figure it out. Couldn't do it. And then we went to my apartment in North Ogden. And nothing came of that. No. We either. watched a movie. I don't Flyboys. remember. Oh, yeah. Flyboys. James Franco. Yeah. It's about the Red Baron. I remember there was a big cat in it. Was it a tiger or a lion? I don't remember. All I know is it was like World War One yeah. aviators. Yeah. And the Red Baron was the villain. Mm-hmm. But the coolest part was we colored in my Ninja Turtle coloring book. It yes. Was awesome. I was a college student in my early 20s, and I had a Ninja Turtle coloring book. <laughs> and I was, I was coming up on 25. Yeah. Yeah, I was 24 at the time. We were so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we, I still it have those. It was those... cheap. It was yeah, fun. It was easy. I almost got a nip slip out of you. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> and I still have those coloring pages. We need to frame them and put them somewhere. We should. That needs to be part of our family history. Yeah. And then you farted. Do you oh, remember yeah. this? Yes, I do. Of course I do. And I lived in a basement apartment <laughs> and it was, it like rumbled Look. the concrete floor beneath us. Look, it. It takes a real man to rumble the foundation <laughs> of a house with flatulation. That's a good point. But I was sold after that. I was like, mm, I want to marry this boy. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Here's the thing. I felt comfortable enough around you to not give myself a bellyache by holding in my farts. That's a good point. That's one part of dating that I don't miss is like, you're just so nervous and your belly hurts. Yeah. But you don't want to fart. <laughs> When's the first time you farted in front of me? I don't know. I hold nothing back in our marriage, so I don't <laughs> remember when. But like on dates, like you go to dinner and like pasta, pasta oh, every yeah. time. I was like, yeah. ugh. Pasta and like Alfredo sauce. Yes, I'm gonna feel so sick after Cheese this date. And bread. It's like as soon as my dates would like take me to the door and i shut it behind me <laughs> you know just let it all out <laughs> yes yep there was never that with us no no that was never a problem no and you keep saying that nothing came of it but we did kiss on our first date that's true yeah. when i say nothing i meant nothing beyond kissing oh yeah no no like that's not we the kind back, of people we, we are back to sheena's apartment yeah no and... no my roommate was there yeah so and I'm I'm not that kind of girl, so. I know. <laughs> I know you know. <laughs> yes, I farted. And this was before we kissed. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Still landed it. First mm. date. Yep. That just goes to show that if you're nervous about impressing someone, don't be. Just be yourself. Because once you get married, you can't hide your normal self. You can't hide your normal self. Yeah. That makes sense, right? So better just be <clears throat> up front from the get-go? Yes. Yes. Yep. I Do tried. It. Yep, I tried. Yeah. You did a good job. Okay. So whose parents did, were, were, were you, in, did I introduce you to my parents first? Or did you in, introduce me to your parents first? I feel like I met your parents first. Yeah, I don't remember. Because our first date was November 7th, and then my birthday is November 10th, and you came with my family to that Chinese buffet place. Oh, yeah. Chinese Gourmet by yep. Harmon's. Yep. yep. I don't think it's there anymore. It's not there anymore. Um, but yeah, we went there, and uh, 
afterwards, we sat in my car in the Harmon's parking lot and I told you I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So first date, three days later. I mean, we had seen each other every day after our first date. It's true. And I think that's... I think I even went to church with you that weekend. Yeah, you probably did. I think that's one thing, too, is when you, like, like we connected. And when you have that connection with someone, like, why wait? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, things just worked really fast for us, which that has just been something throughout our marriage, too, that when something's right, it moves really fast. Yeah, when things happen, they happen really fast. Yeah. But I still was planning on my mission, and you... You left a few weeks after uh, we started dating. Three, three weeks. Yeah. I went to basic training. Yep. And we can talk about that later, but <laughs> it did move really fast. So I met your parents first mm-hmm. and I don't know, I feel like they were nothing but welcoming and yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't know at the time what, that they were going through marriage problems and that they were. On the verge of divorce. Yeah, that was a rough, rough time. But you had, you knew, like, so this was that summer that you found out about all that, right? Yeah, I okay. found out in August when I was on a trip to Minnesota with some friends. Yeah, and I had, I had no idea. Yeah. And you're, I, the first time I met them, I did ride my motorcycle to mm-hmm. your house. Yeah. So, and your dad didn't say, neither of them said anything despite your mom being a nurse. Well, she wasn't a nurse at the time, was she? Yeah. Uh, no. She was was in school. She was in nursing school at the time. But despite your mom being in nursing school, she had worked in the ER before. Oh, yeah. She's been in the ER for... She's been an EMT. Over a decade. So she didn't say anything about me being on a motorcycle despite that. Your dad didn't say anything about me being on a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah, my dad had this rule when I was younger. (laughs) He told me that if a boy ever pulled up on a motorcycle to pick me up for a date... He was not going to let me leave, <laughs> but that yeah, rule that didn't, yeah, didn't really right out, come to fruition. Right out the door when <laughs> I came up on my motorcycle. Yep. Had anybody ever came to pick you up on a motorcycle um, before? A scooter. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> like a little Vespa yeah, scooter. But no, not a motorcycle. I don't think so. So that was my first impression of your parents. They were kind welcoming and they didn't like grill me for information yeah well they're just good people yeah so and And, i didn't know what to like and they trust me too that's true they're like if sheena's bringing home this person he must be a good guy yeah so i didn't (laughs) i didn't know what to expect as far as what they looked like yeah well it sounded like we're white people Does all, all white people look alike? Yes, apparently we do. <laughs> no. No. Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but by this time, the new union building had been built at Weber State. And I remember we were walking um, on the, the second floor, so the top floor, and you like had a flip phone or something, and you were texting your mom, and you wanted to bring me over to meet them. Do you remember this? Did I have a flip phone? Maybe it was that like it was like a slider, slider phone. No, I didn't have that until after basic training. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it was a, like a small slider. Yeah. I don't know why I remember those details, but you were texting your mom, and we were like, in my mind, I, I am. I've always been kind of uh, sheltered, <laughs> or I was sheltered growing up, like, um. No one in my family married outside of, you know, anyone white, European. And so I just didn't have a lot of, like, world experience with other cultures. And, um, which, like, that's just my upbringing. I don't, that's not anything my parents did to cause that. Um, that's just our situation. So when I met Dave, like, I, I was like, I, like, you're Asian. So are you, like, Japanese or Chinese or, or, are you like an islander, like, like from Tonga? <laughs> we didn't have that. Did we not have that I don't conversation think so. before? I don't think I even realized like the Philippines was like it's a place. A My uncle Rob served a mission in the Philippines, but yeah. like I didn't realize that they were also considered 
Asian. <laughs> okay. I just so had a you, very you small view of what. Islanders. Yeah, okay. like an Islander. Like So that's probably why, because we did have, like, I swear we had that conversation before. Yeah, we might have. It was probably even when we were in Wildcat Scholars. Yeah, probably. But I remember very little from that. Just yeah. a few things. But anyway. But I thought that you were Samoan because you just have that Islander look and yeah. you're very laid back. And I didn't know anything about Samoans, but the ones that I like observed on campus, I was like, oh, Dave must be one of those. So I, I did serve my mission in Hawaii. I, yeah, that's true. And so that, that Islander like culture I appreciated and I liked, which is why I liked wearing pajama pants because yes. I like to be comfortable. I know. I know. I know this now. <laughs> But in my mind, I envisioned your mom and your sister as being these like large, large Samoan, Samoan women with like puka shells around their necks and <laughs> so, wearing so like a, a stereotype. A stereotype. You thought they were totally. a stereotype of Polynesian. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is what I thought I was like getting into. <laughs> and my only experience with people in that um, culture was watching like like Tongans the other side of heaven. I know Samoans and Tongans are different, but the other side of heaven. <laughs> there's this scene where they're singing "God be with you till you meet we uh-huh. meet again," and uh-huh. I was like, "So Dave must be like a really good singer too." <laughs> <laughs> like they must uh, all sing and like have perfect sorry harmony. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> it's fine, but yeah, I was just very not aware of like the world. <laughs> Yeah. Very sheltered. Well, your your parents came from small towns. Yes. Yeah. Small Wyoming and and, and Idaho, Idaho towns. Yeah. yeah. It was rural white folk. Yeah. Your grandparents, same, same thing. Same right? thing. Southern so Utah. Like generations. Yeah. Upon generations of, of Caucasian heritage. Yeah. So it's understandable yeah, that it's you true. would not have a wide view of, of different cultures, especially yeah. if your parents didn't like expose themselves to it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like Utah wasn't diverse, like as diverse as it is now. It's still, it's there's still, still a lot diverse. of work we need to do in diversity here in Utah. But I feel like back then it was like my first time seeing a black person was at the airport. And I was like, wow, their skin is so beautiful. And like, but I just never saw like someone of, you know, that background Darker just complexion. in my, yeah, in my everyday life. I mean, I had Hispanic kids in my class in like elementary school and junior high and high school, but I just didn't like recognize that like their skin was darker than mine until I was older. And like, then I became more aware of you and that I was attracted to you. I was like, oh, like this is really a thing. <laughs> I don't know. This is really a thing. It's really a thing. Who'd have thought outside of TV shows and movies that mm-hmm. there are more people with darker skin tone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, most of their heritage comes from right around the equator. I imagine <laughs> that. Surprising. So crazy. <laughs> Closer you get, the darker your skin it's true man it's, that's how it works but then when i met your mom and sister i was like i was way wrong yeah like almost opposite what you were thinking yeah so my mom is 410 yeah a short filipino lady yep angela she's a half filipino girl so she's not large no not at all yeah it was i was very surprised i was like oh i really got that wrong and that was. Did- so did you know my dad was white? Go. Um, I don't think I knew that your dad was white um, initially. And I actually didn't meet your dad for a while because he was living in Arizona. He was still in Arizona? Yeah. Time? Yeah. So um, I think he came home for Christmas. You were in basic training. He came home for Christmas, and I went with your family to pick him up at the airport, and that was my first experience meeting him. And I'm pretty sure he drove the van home, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be sick. Because <laughs> your dad drives kind of crazy a little bit. Wait, it's the first time meeting my dad was when? Uh, was for Christmas. For Christmas, while I was in basic training. While you were in basic training. I went with your family to pick him up at the airport, and then I think oh, I spent yeah. the night... 
Okay. At your house, your parents' in my, house. In my bedroom. Yeah, in your bedroom. Okay. And so that was my first time meeting your dad. So your first impression of my dad was that he is loud, a, an aggressive driver. <laughs> I can't remember if he drove. I just know from experience after that that, yes, he's a little bit aggressive in his driving. But your dad is like, he's like a big teddy bear. He's yeah. really loud and he like seems scary-ish. Sorry, dad, if you're listening. <laughs> But he's really not. Like, he's just this big teddy bear. Yeah. I mean, he's army. Like, yeah. former army, former inf- infantry. So, yeah. yeah, he he was trained by those type of people. Loud. Mm-hmm. Seemingly scary. So, of course, that's kind of the impression that he would give. Especially, he wasn't in. No, he was retired by this time. Yeah. Yeah, he was retired in like a contractor or something. He yeah. did something in he, Arizona. He taught at an Intel school That's in Arizona. Right. Yeah. Um, and one of the first things I noticed is how, like, you definitely have your mom's Filipino genes, like all of you, all the siblings, but um, you definitely can see your dad in, like, Chris. And your eyes are your dad's. They're not your mom's. Which is surprising because my eyes are like squinty. Yeah. And like you would think, because you're Asian, that you yeah, get that squint from your ancestry. But It's, that's a, it's not. a generalization that you could make, yes. Yeah. Yep. That's true. But yeah, Dave's mom has really wide, beautiful eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, those were my uh, very false first impressions. That's funny. I mean, your your family had some false first impressions, too, when you told mm-hmm. them that you were dating a, a Filipino. Yeah, so bless my family's hearts. I love them all. But yeah, there were definitely some some false first impressions and some generational uh, racism, I think. Yeah, there was some, some influence there. Yeah. I, I haven't experienced any of that. Yeah, no. Like, my, there was nothing direct toward me. I don't even know that I would say there was anything like unintentional or covert. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're so, you're so lovable. And I think because my family loves me and they, you know, knew I wasn't going into this lightly, that they just accepted you for who you are. Yeah. I mean, and, and one side of the family is probably a little more than the other, but like I said, I didn't experience any of that. Yeah. Nothing but acceptance and welcoming. Yeah. So it's, like despite like generations of that kind of thinking, I don't know, like there's I have nothing but good things to say about the experience I've had with your family that was raised in small town white rural Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Idaho and Wyoming. Yep. Yeah. And I think a huge part of that is um because we've kind of bridged that in our marriage. Like I was the first one in on my dad's side of the family to marry someone who wasn't white. And then on my yeah, mom's side of the family. That, yeah. After yeah, pretty close to the same time. Like yeah. Almost, was it the same it year or was it a year after? About a year after. I have two cousins that ended up marrying their husbands. One of them is um from Was he Thai? I think Thai. he's Thai. The other one is Is he Laotian? Something. I think he's Laotian. I don't know. I can't remember. Adam, right? Adam, mm-hmm. I think he's Laotian. Adam and Tom. And Tom is Thai, I believe. Yeah. And they're twins. That's what's funny. Yeah. My cousin's Those cousins Brandy are and twins Crystal. and they both married Asians. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Good for them. I know. Right? Um, <laughs> they know what's attractive. They do. And then know, my brother. Attractive in their own way. My brother, just younger than me, his wife um, is, uh, she's got some Hispanic. Yeah. She's got some Hispanic. Or Latin American background? Yeah, Latin American. That's, okay. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure where her mom is originally from. But I feel like our marriage and our relationship kind of um, helped bridge that gap and open up my family members' hearts to accepting people that had a different background than them. So it's, I don't know. And my family's been very loving and they love Dave. I mean, who doesn't love Dave? <laughs> I think if I talk long enough, people find something common. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to talk long enough. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's it it was a good. It's been a good thing. There it's were a lot of uh, of thinkings from different family members that if we got married, that like the cultural differences would be hard, and perhaps our kids wouldn't look like us. But the, that's been like very far from the truth. The, the funny thing is, is that my cultural background is not okay. My mom was born in the Philippines, but she left when she was seven. Uh, lived in Guam until she was 17, moved to Hawaii. But then after that, after high school, she moved to Colorado. And then after she and my mom got married, it was... She and your dad. Like I said, <laughs> she and my dad. <laughs> after she and my dad got married, like we still had... We still visited my my Filipino grandparents and cousins like every year. And maintain that as part of the culture, but like I don't know any Ilocano. My mom only speaks broken Ilocano when she's around her family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for the most part, I was raised ethnically or culturally white, redneck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and your mom's been in the US longer than she was in yes. Guam. Yeah. In the like much longer than she was yeah. ever outside the US. Yeah. So she's been a naturalized citizen since she was 18, 17, when she moved to Hawaii. Um, but, I mean, we, we, we grew up around my, my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. So, we, and I never, I never experienced any racism from them. Probably most because they were first cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, even... <laughs> Even family reunions with the polygamist part of the family, who are all, for lack of a better term, inbred. <laughs> and they, I mean, they didn't, I never experienced, they were always welcoming. We always played games with them. And I don't know, I, I didn't have any bad experiences with them either. So, yeah. Like, but uh, it is, it is, it's good where, how far we've come with your family but Mm -hmm. there was some like there was some pre-judicial thinking that because i have a darker skin tone that our cultures are going to clash yeah it's a good time (laughs) it's a good time (laughs) we've said that a lot it's been a good time yes so that was first impressions first impressions do we want to talk about any more like our engagement or yeah, I sure we can, because that was so. That was really the first time I I got to really sit down with your dad one on one, not one on one, but like for a long period of time. So yeah, we can talk about we can talk about our engagement. Very short dating, and so yes. Dave left right before Thanksgiving. In 2008, just a few weeks after we started dating. And um, before he left, like, we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. Like, am I going to wait for him to get through basic or, like, what's going to happen? And I think when you left, I had determined I was still going to go on a mission. Yeah, I think we, so we talked about that. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? And yeah. you asked if, um, yeah, there was... I don't remember what, but we talked about like, let's just plan on you being on a mission and then just us continuing on with life from there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you would wait for me after. Maybe you wouldn't though. Yeah. Well, you know, I like the lady, so I was undecided <laughs> at the time. <laughs> yes. You hadn't committed completely. So the plan was after I left was for you to continue preparing for a mission and go when you were ready. Yep. And then I got, so not normal, but in basic training, at the time it wasn't normal. They let us have our cell phones on Thanksgiving Day, which was two days after I showed up, which was very abnormal from what I understand. Uh, But so our training instructors let us have our phones for, I want to say 15 minutes. It wasn't very long, but we got to make a phone call on Thanksgiving. Of course, I called my parents. (laughs) because I was single and living with them at the time. So I called them, and I think I talked to them for five minutes. 
Sorry, mom and dad. I prioritize Sheena over you. Don't apologize to them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm teasing. Man, they understand. Yeah, that's true. So I then, so I had like 10 minutes left. So I figured I'd call Sheena, who wasn't expecting a phone call from me. Yep. On Thanksgiving, and you were you with your you were with your family, like your dad's side of the family. No, I was at, at my aunt Sherry's with my mom and my brothers. Oh, sure. Or actually, just Ben. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought think. for some reason I thought you were a grandpa at your grandparents. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, but you called, and I don't even remember what we talked about. But I got off the phone, and I was just like, I I think I just burst into tears, and I was like, I don't want to go on a mission. Like I just want to marry this boy. <laughs> And I don't, how did you find out? Did I write you a letter? Because that was the only way we could communicate was through letters. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was in one of the letters that you sent to me. Yeah, like our dating time before we got engaged was just through letters. And it was very sweet, like very old fashioned. It was, yeah. We shared, uh, we shared testimonies of the scriptures. We were reading the Book of Mormon together. Mm -hmm. So there was that. That was really good. And then I went out to Texas in January. <laughs> Sorry, Mom and Dad, and I only invited Sheena to my basic graduation. <laughs> I mean, did you need to invite them? They could have yeah, come if they common, wanted to. Common courtesy. You probably <laughs> should have invited my parents to my basic graduation. <laughs> well, I went out. My dad came with me. And, uh, yeah, it was good, I think. So at the end of graduation, all of the airmen stand on the what is it the field it's, uh, parade ground. the parade ground and well, no it's not the parade ground it, yeah it's a big it's, cement yep. area yep. <laughs> and you have to go out and find your airmen and i um located dave and just ran up to him and we hugged and i don't think we kissed because i don't know maybe no we didn't we didn't because we you were in uniform yeah and we weren't married Right. Yeah. That that didn't have anything to do with it. PDA was extremely discouraged at yeah. Lackland okay. for trainees. Okay. So. I mean, it's discouraged in uniform for all service members, yeah. but. Especially there. Especially there. Yeah. So found Dave. He showed us around the barracks and all of that, where he trained and and all of those things. And then um, we just spent the rest of the time together when he could. We went and walked around the Riverwalk in San Antonio, and we went into one of the malls, and I don't know at what point we decided we were going to get married, but we just went in and looked at... I thought it was through our letters. It it was? Okay. Yeah. But we went to Zales in the mall, and we looked at rings, and like talking about this now, I'm like, holy crap, that moves so fast. (laughs) It was fast. (laughs) Holy smokes. Freaking myself out. Um, Breaking yourself. It's it just seems so fast. Coming up on 14 years. I know. We're old. Is it 14? 13. 13? 13 years. 2009. Feels like forever. Not in a bad way. In a good way. <laughs> you can't see Dave, but he just put his lower <laughs> lip out. Yes, I pouty pouted. face. 13 years. No. Yeah, so we just hit 12 last year. So this will be 13 this June. Lucky 13. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so he picked out a ring. And then, was it later that day or the next day? It was a Sunday. It was, it was the next day. Yeah, we wanted to go see the San Antonio Temple. And Dave asked my dad's permission there? It was the day before. The day it was, before. It was after I bought the ring. <laughs> he did. I just bought this ring. By the way, do I have your permission to ask for your daughter's hand in marriage? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, I think I just tried to pretend like I wasn't paying attention to what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> but we went to the San Antonio Temple and Dave proposed and he was in his blues and it was very cute. Those pictures that my dad took of us are like, you know. They should be in a magazine because they're so adorable. <laughs> Picture perfect engagement. Yes. Yes. And then I went to church with you. Yeah. And then yep. 
I think I left the next day, went home. Did you leave that Monday? I can't remember. So then you flew to Mississippi? I didn't fly. They put us on a bus. Oh, they bused us from Texas to Mississippi. Ugh. But it to... was nice because it was the first time I got a nap in eight weeks. Mm, that's true. Was it Biloxi? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Keesler Air Force Base. And you were there. So that was the end of January. And you were there till... It was about two months, April? so I think March? the end, I think mid to end, end March. Okay. I think last week in March. So at that time, were we trying to figure out, because you were married before, and in order to be married in the temple, we had to get a temple clearance. So I remember calling the temple after we got engaged while we were still oh, yeah, in San yeah, Antonio. The, yeah. And they were like, okay, here's what you're going to need. Mm-hmm. So they told us the process. But then we couldn't we couldn't start working on that process until after I got back from uh, tech school. Yeah, and it required a lot of things. Like you had to figure out finances, get those all straightened out with your ex wife. Yeah. Um, she had to write a letter, basically yep. giving her consent to for you for to me to be sealed. Yeah, and then you else. had to write a letter about the divorce. And is there anything else? No, I think those were the two big things was the financial because we we both had a loan or we Mm -hmm. both we were both signers on the loan for a car for her. And then we both needed to write letters. Yeah. And so you got that done like soon after you got home. Yeah, that was pretty quick. And then we had both like spent a lot of time pondering on like we didn't want to wait a long time to get married. And we knew that we wanted to be married June 20th. And we got our announcements ready. We didn't have our letter from the first our, presidency our, yet. Our announcements, with which we spelled my dad's oh name my wrong. Gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jospa Owen. Jospa Owen. That was my bad. Everyone <laughs> probably thought he was the one of Asian descent. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Big, tall, white guy. Yeah. Well, tall. 5'9". Taller than me. Um, but yeah, we got our announcements sent out and we put a little disclaimer, like we haven't received the letter from the first presidency did, yet. Did we put in a disclaimer? We I did we with those that we were going to invite oh, to, the, to temple. the temple. And we just said, we'll let you know when we know. And if it doesn't work out, then, um, we'll have our reception. And then when we get the letter, we'll let you know when yeah. we're getting sealed. <laughs> it was all very like, this is, we're determined to have yeah. this day. And, um, the letter came in May. No, it was, it was eight days before. Oh, that's right. It was June 18th, not 18th, June, what day would that be? Eight days, 12th? Mm-hmm. June 12th. But it came. Is when the letter came. And it was approved that we could go through with it. And, I mean, if you're in Utah... And you know the culture in Utah. June is like a big wedding month. And getting into a temple, a temple for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in June, like you have to book that sucker yeah, out a long time. Especially in, in Utah. Yeah. yeah. And we wanted to get married in the Bountiful Temple. And so I called and I was like, do you happen to have any openings for June 20th? Oh, and I need to take out I need to receive my endowments and they're like we actually do it was like the biggest miracle that I could do both of those things and 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 everything just fell into place yeah it really did so it was a it was a good day started really early in the morning um I saw Sherry do as I was waiting for Dave to come to the temple and then as we were leaving oh yeah Elder Christopherson was coming to the temple newly called Elder Christopherson He walked right past us in the stairwell going down to the parking garage. I was like, that looks really familiar. I think that's Elder Christopherson. Yeah. It was like a like omen of goodness. <laughs> it, was like, it was like the Lord was smiling on our, yes. our union. Yes. And it was just, it was a good day. It rained the it whole rained. day. It's like rain. Yeah. A lot of people like came and apologized that it was raining. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm married. I don't we danced in the rain. Care. We did. That's fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got married. Our family was there. Some of our friends and people that we wanted there. It was great. Yeah, it was good. It worked out really well. Yeah. And here we are. Almost 13 years later. Almost 13 years later. Man, our math sucks sometimes. It really does. 2009. (laughs) You're probably right with it being 13. Yeah. Yeah. The last year just seems like a blur. It'll be 13. Okay. Yeah, because Peyton just turned 11, so 13. Yes. Okay. Yep, we're bad at math. We got it. We got our math figured out. Yeah. It's okay. It works out. Yeah. Um, okay. What is anything else that you want to talk about? Any other first impressions? I don't know. I can't think of any. What about you? Um, oh, yeah. We didn't touch on this, but we're, I think it was an Easter party at your grandpa- your Hicks grandparents. Okay. Mike and Bertie's. What happened? I don't remember. Like your your whole family was there. Oh like yeah, everybody was there. Like yeah, were, like they were introducing me and or introducing themselves, and I'm like, you know how many mics are in this family? Oh yeah, there's a lot of mics <laughs> on my dad's side. Well, my dad has. They're almost all Hicks. Yeah. So my dad has seven siblings, and each of those siblings have at least three kids. Yeah. More. I mean, my parents had three kids. And then all of my dad's siblings had more kids than yeah. three. So there's a lot of us little Hicks grandkids running yeah, around. All the Hicks grandkids were there. Yeah. And flipping Aunt Patty. I, I she love. She had how many kids at the time? Ten at the time? I don't know. It was nine or ten at no, the time. No, probably not ten. No, who was the youngest at the time? It was Becca or Emmy? Scott, I think. No. No, one of the girls. Was the youngest when we first started dating. Well, Emmy is a year older than Peyton, so probably not Emmy. Probably Becca. Becca then. I don't know. I love my Aunt Patty. She's a saint. She's, yeah. One but of the like, best people we Trying know. to remember yeah. everybody's names. Very overwhelming. And they're, they're all open, like, out. Most of them are, are extroverted people. Yeah. So it's, it's an active household when they're all oh, yeah. around. We've had to move uh, family parties to like church buildings and school <laughs> yeah. gymnasiums. Don't, don't fit in the Hicks grandparents' house anymore. Yeah, no. But it was, that was meeting the Hicks side of the family was, that's a first impression I will never forget. I, re- I really enjoyed it. Like I said earlier, nothing but welcoming, open, holy cow, good, just good people. Yeah, I come from good stock. So do yeah. you though. Like your family's always been. Very welcoming. I think there was a little bit of hesitancy at first because you had been so recently married and divorced. Yeah. That everyone was a little worried if you were jumping into things. Yeah. I think those that were concerned about it, they got over that quickly after they met you. Yeah. Because I'm amazing. And after they saw like our interaction, how happy I actually was with you. So I think whatever hesitation they may have had about me, um, Maybe thinking that I'm jumping in back into this too quickly, I think I think they were their concerns were resolved. Yeah. And and it was it was different. It was it was in a different place mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um even like educationally, it was in a different place. Yeah. Like I had goals, I knew what I wanted where at least I had an idea of what I wanted to do. So I was I, I was just in a much better place when you and I started dating than when I was dating my yeah. previous wife. And I think because I was supportive of those goals, because I don't think you had that with no. the previous one. <laughs> no, we didn't really have goals. Neither of us had goals. Yeah. And so not only were they not supported, they were never vocalized. So I don't, and I, I don't know that we didn't vocalize them because we were afraid of the other's response. But I don't remember like ever like setting goals or, or talking about ideas for the future with her. But that was just... always a topic of conversation with us. Yeah. From the beginning, we talked about concerns and goals and where we want to go and what we want to do. Yeah. Even though those plans have changed 8,000 times since we've got married. Yeah. They're always <laughs> changing. <laughs> Well, and we even had like a list of baby names that we wanted in the future. Yeah. Like we were, are very, it's 
I, I don't want to say it's my fault, but I am it's very totally like your fault. forward it's thinking. It's totally your fault. I'm not that <laughs> forward thinking. And those that have listened to the previous eight episodes know that I'm not forward thinking and it's gotten me into trouble a lot of times. See, we, we even each other out a lot. You're the spontane- spontaneous one and I'm more of the like, let's think this through before we jump into anything. <laughs> and I'm like, Cliff, water, let's go. Yeah, not me. I'm like, okay, what are the 10 million ways we could die doing this? <laughs> Let's think about those first. <laughs> yeah, I think we even each other out pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. But I do appreciate that since like the very beginning, we've been very open and honest with struggles and, and concerns. And like you were coming in from a fresh divorce and I was coming in from a child of divorce, like newly divorced. I think everything is for our growth and learning, and I think we all have learned from that time in life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 13 years, plenty more to come, plenty more changes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to come. Five kids in. Mm-hmm. And we're done, we're done with kids. Yes. We're done with our own kids, at least, for now. Yes. So. Maybe someday we'll adopt. We will talk more about other things. We've covered a lot of our marriage. No, just like the first eight months of our relationship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. But a lot happened in those eight months. That's true. Well, we'll, we'll do another one later. And we'll talk Sounds about good. other parts of our relationship. Sounds good. Okay. Let's do it. Love you. Love you too.